0: Welcome to the Riot Podcast, where we have practical discussions on how to share your faith, see the news from God's eyes, and answer some of faith's hardest questions.
1: Welcome to the Riot Podcast. This is Bob Shoneman alongside Barry Rice. Hey, 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 what's happening, everybody? And don't forget Mac Daddy Pete Robertson. I'm so happy to be here. I just love hanging out with you guys. It's been fun. It's a blessing. Hey, you know what I was thinking? What? What's your favorite
0: candy? Um... It used to be baby Ruth when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. You were a Yankees fan? Yeah. I, no, it wasn't that. It's just because it was Babe Ruth. I think it was just mental because I was into baseball, right? But baby Ruth was my thing. But then I grew out of that. And I went to Almond Joys.
1: you going to sing the song? No. No? <laughs> or Reese's Pieces. How come every time somebody says Almond Joy, the song, just the jingle goes lo- off in my head every love, single time? I love,
0: I love the coconut. I don't know. I was at Mama's or Sweet Mama's the other night. Yeah. And or the other day. And I got this coconut like French toast. It's amazing. It was probably the best French toast <laughs> I've ever had in my life. Commercial for Sweet Mama's. Ever. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> what's your favorite? Candy? My
1: favorite candy is um, if it's chocolate, I like peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. Love peanut butter Me cups. Too. But my favorite candy is probably Harry Bow gummy bears.
0: Oh, I like those, too. Yeah, yeah.
1: those are really good. How about you, Barry? You don't like sweet stuff, do you? <laughs>
2: Just A little bit. I if I if I'm picking the candy, it's Reese's Peanut Butter Yeah, oh, I like those look too. at
0: that. I, I would. I love those. I mean, See, that that that's
1: what we all around. have in common. I oh, knew I there was it. something. Yeah. that was a common thread. Oh, I love those. That, not
0: the candy corns. You like those candy corns?
1: My wife loves candy corn. Really? She cannot wait. Every year,
2: she buys a bag of candy. Really? Corns. She I really like loves put it. them up in my lip yeah. And you
0: and had those smile. <laughs> 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 No, they taste gross.
1: There's like people hate on candy corn. I see it on social media all the time. Like the best thing to do with candy corn is open the bag and dump it in the trash. It causes
0: it causes a reaction like pineapple on a pizza. Oh, that's good. I like pineapple on pizza. (laughs) So do I, but a lot of people can't
1: handle that. You're right. It's like people just they get angry. They're like, you don't have to eat the candy corn. Don't get angry. It's okay. What about candy corn on pizza? I've never tried that.
0: Would be different
1: with pineapple. Put like a spicy. So put the jalapenos on it. <laughs> that would be fun, right? I would try. Well, I'm not a big jalapeno guy, but oh, um, you don't I like spice love, too much? Or oh, do I do, but oh. like it's like oh, uh, I'm getting too old. I think Barry, you like spice, right? A little bit. Not, yeah, not, not too, too much. No no, no,
2: no, I'm not too spicy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not too spicy. <laughs> I think it's the Latin in me, right? The Latino part of me. Anyway,
2: we didn't have anything spicy on the farm.
0: Oh, really? No. Uh, I always had uh, salt and pepper. That's it. Yeah, that's good. That's a good pick. Right. All right. Well, what today we're going to talk about? Should Christians participate in Halloween? Well, how timely! Because this is going to come out like four days before Halloween. It is. How and, did you do that? And it's so well cool because you had this bright idea. No, not me. It All wasn't my right. idea. It was Barry's idea. All right, Barry had this bright idea, and so we thought we should talk. Well, about you know it. where
1: it came from? Where? Barry's doing a series on demon angels and demons. Oh yeah. And like that's perfect timing. Ooh. It's yeah. like God laid that on your heart, right? With this perfect time of the year to talk about it. Yeah. So he opened last week with
0: angels, and then uh, this week, the day before halloween he's he's going to talk about demons yeah if anybody's going to be in the orlando florida area and you want to find a church and you're going to be visiting with your family go to go church and you can uh look it up and go church and you you can that life yeah that life that life um so but halloween i mean it's it's definitely something that causes division from a lot of believers because they don't know should i do it or not and Unfortunately, there's legalism all around and there's people yeah. to judge and,
1: and all of this stuff. Okay, so, maybe you can help me with this. My daughter keeps asking me if she can go trick or treating. And well, I'm let's like, talk about that. I'm leaning towards.
0: No, but let's get into it.
2: All right. And, and uh, wait a minute. I have a lot of scars. For <laughs> when I uh, when I was a little kid, you know, it would be a big holiday for us, you know, get a lot of candy and stuff. But I was so big as a kid, I could not find any. Oh really? Yeah. Did you make your own? No, I wore my mom's
0: clothes. You became a girl.
2: Yeah, I became my mom. Yeah. Embarrassing. (laughs) I remember one time. What are you for Halloween? on my mom. Yeah. I was wearing these funny shoes, her funny shoes, and I was running across a, a yard, and uh I was trying to beat these other kids to get the candy. And I I I tripped and I landed head first, head down on a stump and bust it, like broke my nose. Oh, and, and so I became, I didn't stop gathering candy. No, though. of course not. I'm going to tell you that right now.
0: <laughs> and He's a gamer. all
2: this blood all over me. It worked. My nose. <laughs> it worked. It did. It, it just I became a, the, the mother killer. <laughs> Sympathy candy.
0: I don't know. Do you have anything like that? Wow. Did you have plans when you? No. Were
1: my mom would actually make costumes. I yeah. remember dressing up like a pilgrim one year. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I was Moses one year. No, that's that's cool. Yeah, I was Moses. I was a mummy with toilet paper. So they just wrapped me in toilet paper and put tape all over it. What if it rained? It didn't rain in California. Oh, you live in California. That's right. It It never rains. It doesn't do that. Yeah. Maybe three times My coolest (laughs) costume
2: is I ripped some jeans and my mom made this this paste with green stuff and I became the Hulk.
0: Oh. That's cool. That
2: was cool. Yeah. That's different. cool.
0: We need pictures of You're like a Hulk in real life. I mean, right? we're we're far and fall from the tree. You shouldn't call me a hunk. Yeah, the hunk. The Hulk a hunk.
1: (laughs) A hunk a hunk.
0: That's Elvis, right?
1: Yeah. Speaking Speaking of of Elvis. (laughs) We just (laughs) talked about him. Barry was singing him before we got on. He's dressing up as Elvis for Halloween. There you
0: go. All right, Pete,
1: why don't you open us in prayer and I'll I'll get us started. All right,
0: Lord, you are just so good and we just so love you. And we're so grateful that we get to just talk about you and Talk about Halloween, and and God, our heart's desire is just to represent you, Lord, and we just want your truth to to rule and reign today, and we just want you to um, have the the final touches on everything that we say. So, Lord, it's to you that we give glory, Lord, and just pray that you would bless this show, bless our listeners as we speak and talk, and uh, Lord, just have some fun. And So, Lord, to you we give glory, in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Do you remember, I don't know, side note, I was supposed to jump right into this, but when you were a kid, did, did your parents go through your bag of uh, fruit and All candy looking for razor blades? All the time. Where did that ever come from? Have you ever heard of anybody really biting down on a razor blade and an apple? No,
0: no. it was probably <laughs> their generation, not ours. Yeah. So that's probably what happened. You know, what we
1: got to worry about now is uh, the drugs. And they're making drugs that, what's that, that stuff coming over the border? Um, What's the name of that drug? But they're making it look like Skittles and and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. 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 It's supposed to be. Well, in California, though, there was a time where they would take a needle and they would put it in the bag and they would, uh, the candy bars. How messed up are
1: you? Oh, you would poison candy for
0: kids. I mean, that's like an,
1: that's another level of evil right there.
0: But right. it's out there anyway. Yeah. That's another show we're going to talk about.
1: Yep. Next, really? <laughs> All right. Should Christians participate in Halloween? That's our question today. Yes. We have found no. that this question can be very controversial. Some Christians celebrate Halloween simply by dressing up in costumes and having fun like, like the Hulk, right? Yeah. Seeing it as innocent and harmless. Other Christians are equally convinced that Halloween is a satanic holiday established to worship evil spirits and promote darkness and wickedness. So who's right? Uh, is it possible for Christians to celebrate Halloween without compromising their faith? And I'm glad that you two are here to answer this.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Just to start with Barry, you want to start?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can tell you my family's convictions. Uh, we, uh, we allow our kids to run around and get candy, but they are not allowed to dress up in anything that would be considered demonic. Uh, we talk to our kids quite a bit about this holiday and we want them to be well aware that there is evil in the world and, uh, you know, dressing like death, dressing like demons, dressing like witches, all that is, is absolutely, we're not into it even, but you know, if, if you only like that for one day, you know, what about the stuff that's on TV? you know there's a lot of demonic stuff on tv right now you know they have a a tv show called lucifer
0: what yeah they do the sitcom
2: yeah, yeah. they have all kinds of supernatural tv shows they have you know uh you can even talk about harry potter stuff and the, the magical warlocks of you know harry potter world and all that but you know our conviction as parents is that we want our kids to understand that uh, we're going to be about Jesus. We're going to be about things of God, and 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 if we are uh, worshiping Jesus and being about the things of God, we don't have time to play around with all this other stuff. And and I, I just want people to to hear this word: you cannot play around with evil. Yeah, don't play around with evil. Don't even you know, uh, kids in my neighborhood, we played Dungeons and Dragons. We played around with Ouija boards, and I'm going to tell you what: you are messing with fire, and it will burn you.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the Bible, is, I mean, we just talked about this morning, Jesus said in John 17 that we're in the world, but not of the world. And so, um, you know, we, we operate in a world that is not walking closely with God. And so when you see evil and you see demonic and you see things that are not holy, that are not above reproach, then that is something that we don't condone. We are not a part of that world. We don't participate in that world. And so as Barry was saying is we don't dress up like goblins and witches and evil stuff. We don't, we don't participate in that realm of things. Um, is it, can you, can it be fun to dress up? Yeah. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that dressing up. I mean, sometimes, I mean, Bob's dressed up today. He's wearing this, this outfit, you know, and of a football thing. So, I mean, it's, it's fun to do that. It's, it's fun to go out and, and have fun and, and whatever, but we don't participate in the evil. We don't participate in things that are the world. Um, and so, yeah, I, as a kid, our families, they dressed up like that, you know, in princess suits or, or you know, whatever. They were football player or whatever they did um, and had fun with it. Sometimes we did like biblical characters and had fun that way and used it as a witness tool, you know, um, and then went around. I mean, it's it, again, but it's based off of your conviction. And so. There's some people here that might I'm never going to do that. Well, that's fine. If God is moving in you and you feel like it's just best not to participate at all and not to get dressed up have your kids do it, then that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's where you have peace and content. But don't make it because um, you're being legalistic. Just make it because we're teaching our family to be holy. We're teaching our family that in everything we do, we're a light to the world. And so you can be a light going trick or treating. You can be a light and be a blessing to others. And it's, and again, it's not about us. It's about what God's doing. And so that's kind of where I'm at with all that.
2: Where where I get my background is at Liberty University and Liberty has Scaremare. And what it is, is a a haunted house. Uh, Not really haunted, but it's a house that is made to show you different aspects of death. Uh, different aspects of fear. And, and at the end of it, you're ushered into a room and you're shared the gospel. And the first question they asked, did you notice a theme throughout all the rooms? And the theme is death. And they, they will say very plainly that uh, it is appointed unto man to die. And after that, the judgment and uh they share the gospel and many people have come to know Christ. I think that is awesome. Yeah, I think using something that people are curious about to share the gospel is, is huge. I'm all for having a, a fall festival. Yeah. And, you know, if you think of fall festival, you know, you're thinking about being thankful, you know, just like Thanksgiving for the harvest that God has done Yeah, and, and trying to, make sure that uh we're we're appreciative to all that god has done and and you know i just think it's a great way to reach people but you know i was also at one point the very first church i worked in they had a they had a uh, a fall get together a halloween party and they had witches everywhere they had demons everywhere decorations wise and i just don't think that's right i don't no. think that's something we should be doing yeah. uh i don't think we should uh play with uh images like that and and uh you know i just i just think that we can capitalize on it but we can we can dress up in in appropriate things you know like book characters bible characters sure. you know uh athletes sure. uh, like bobs dressed up like today and and i just think it you know there's a way to go about it, but uh, I will not play with uh, uh, uh. demonology or evil.
0: We've, we've passed out tracks in the past. Um, I used to buy, we used to buy like big old candy bars. I wouldn't do the small ones. I'd get everybody a big old Snickers bars and we would just pass out tracks. I used to give dollar bills away with the tracks. Um, it just, I mean, anything, I mean, it's, it, uh, what was I doing? I was trying to create spark. I was trying to create, Hey, that person's really cool. They gave me a big candy bar and they gave me a track, you know, something, but I stood out, you know, I was doing something different just to stand out. But I mean, again, it's, it's, but when we talk about death, Christians, we talk about death, we're, we're excited. We're not like, Oh my gosh, death is scary. And, and all of that for us, death is to be absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord for us. We're looking forward to it. You know, Paul used to say, you know, to, to, to die is game but to, to live is for Christ. And so, you know, we we look at death completely different than how the world sees death.
2: Yeah. Let me comment <laughs> on this as well, Pete and Bob. I, I think Christians who are very legalistic understand salt uh, and light in the wrong sense. You know, oh. I think salt and light in living different from the world is about living with hope yeah. and living that I have, I have a, a conviction in my life. And you know what, if if people realize today that you have a conviction in your life and you don't do certain things, they respect that being salt and light. Doesn't mean we judge other people. It really doesn't. And, and, you know, uh, if someone in your neighborhood you know, has all this stuff in their yard and they are not a believer, they don't know any better. Why wouldn't they have that stuff? Right. Right. And, and uh, they don't understand the seriousness of evil and the seriousness of demonology and that it's not something to be played with. And, and, you know, uh, I, I encourage a lot of Christians instead of worrying about everybody else's home and, and what they're doing, worry about your own. Yeah. Hear about what your kids are tweeting and, and watching uh, on their phones and and what books they're reading and what TV programs they're they're watching and what music they're listening to before you judge someone else's kids. Yep.
0: And then there's those ones that like I've done for many years, we've turned off all the lights and went upstairs and, you know, or whatever, and just didn't participate at all. Or we went out or did something, or we went to a harvest, you know, at one of the churches or something like that. But yeah, it's, it's based off of how your conviction is your piece, but don't make it because it's a legalistic thing. Don't do that um you know everything that we do we are a light and so always we could participate in i call it spit taking the fruit and spit out the seeds there's seeds in halloween there's lots of them we're going to talk about those a little bit uh but there's some, i mean geez have fun i mean i don't know be don't be so crazy right Bob,
2: what did you do last halloween
1: i don't honestly remember we went to church
0: was it ch-
2: what we went to church didn't we go to a church that was having a festival and do all that candle? Was that two years ago? Oh, I think that was two years ago. Really? Yeah, okay. I don't remember
1: last year. Oh yeah. Up in Longwood. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. You know, Pete, you were saying that I got comments for both of you guys. Um, as you guys are, I love listening to you guys talk. It's awesome. Um, you know, Pete, you were talking about death and how the world sees it. I mean, for, for the world death, that's like finality, right? Yeah, yeah. For us, it's just like, Next step. Yeah, next step. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we get promoted. We graduate. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. And, and, and Barry, you were talking about, you know, the, the people just, they don't know any better. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know about your, your guys' neighborhoods, but when I drive around my neighborhood, I see all of these Halloween decorations. It's like people are, Big I time. think you said in like, curious or they're intrigued in this stuff, but you yeah. see, I think there may be as many houses decorated for Halloween as there is for Christmas. And yeah. to me, it was like, at first, I think Pete, I was falling into the trap of, you know, just being judgmental. i like, man, what are these people doing? This is, you know, and, Instead, we should be looking at it like, okay, here's an opportunity to share truth with these people. It's like, it's something they're interested, use it to open a door to start a conversation and build relationships. You know what I like about Halloween is it's the one night a year where the neighbors are out talking to each other. You can literally sit in your driveway with a bowl of candy and meet all of your neighbors. That never happens anymore. Everybody's like in their garage, close the door before they get out of their car, never speak to anybody. So I love that it's an opportunity to to meet the people that live
0: around. I I think call it what it is, though. I mean, if if it's evil, call it evil. So your kids, your kids need to know that that's not okay. Yeah. And we don't condone that or we're not for that, but we're not going to be legalistic about it and go and say, I can't believe that you're doing this or whatever. No, we're just saying, hey, they don't know the truth like we know, or they don't know Jesus the same way or they're not. They have a different level of freedom than we have or a different level of liberty or whatever that is. And so we just still love them. We don't see them any differently. We don't cast stones.
1: I love that you yeah. gave out the full size candy bars. Yeah, because your kids are going to be talking about that. Hey, the hey, time. the pastor, the pastor guy gives out full candy bars. Always we got to go see him. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. We have a guy on our street that does that. Yeah, he's a dentist. Yeah. He gives out full size candy. We what saying. a hypocrite! I think he's trying to drive business. What a hypocrite! <laughs> All right. Let's go to statement two. Yeah, Halloween, no matter no, no, how. Two. Oh, you want to skip it? Yeah. Okay. We kind of covered it. I'm not yeah. skipping it. Yeah. Scripture does not speak at all about Halloween. Really? You Don't. couldn't find Halloween anywhere Don't. in your 66 book? No. Nope, no, I couldn't either. Don't. But it does give us some principles on which we can make a decision. In the Old Testament, in Old Testament Israel, witchcraft was a crime punishable by death. See Exodus 22, 18. You shall not permit a sorceress to live in uh, leviticus 1931 do not turn to mediums or search, or seek out spiritists for you will be defi- defiled by them i am the lord your god and then um did i get that verse right yeah and if a person turns to mediums and what is this word pete necromancers
0: it's e- another i don't even know whoring after them it's it's just uh this is the
2: king james yeah right
0: <laughs> I was
2: set my face. Can you say boring on
0: the on the Riot podcast? Yeah, we just did. Oh, okay. Cut him off from among the people. So, what is the what is the basis of this statement? I mean, it, we're not to get into Ouija boards. We're not to get into the sorcery part. It's kind of what Barry was talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're not we're not to call up our psychic hotline. You know, don't play. With we evil. don't pl- we don't play around with the, the horoscopes. You know, a lot of people do horoscopes. Yeah. So we just stay. A lot of Christians that. do horoscopes. Yeah lots I'm like what are you doing yeah we just any you we do not dabble with the demonic we stay away from that you know it's there's a hedge of protection around us right god is protecting us from that evil but if we go and welcome that evil in you know we're breaking that protection because our choice is to bring in the evil why would we do that so that's, that's, you know, from a Halloween perspective, stay away from that junk. Just say, no, don't get caught up in this horoscope. Don't get caught up in these psychic readers and all of that. You know, Jesus, God says he's the author and finisher for our life. That's oh, enough it's for just me Just for fun though, Pete. Oh, geez. It's, but you're opening it up. Yeah. I mean, you talked about dungeons and dragons. That's one of the ways that they open it up. I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways that you allow the evil to come in, the evil is going to come in. I mean, his he he does he he would have no, you know, thought second thoughts about destroying your life or trying to bring evil or scare or fear to your life. And it, anytime there's fear, that means that it's the absence of of God, because we're depending upon ourselves or depending on what the world's way. I don't know.
2: That's- yeah, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Nope, that's not of Him, and He doesn't want us to have that, but. You know uh it, the only thing that he really we need to really fear is him and his and, and being judged by yeah. him and and standing in his presence and being in awe of him you know um you know there's an aspect I, I talked about that the Christian really should not. You know, allow anything evil in their home, in their kids' lives should really guard against that themselves. And I also said that uh, there are people in our neighborhood that we shouldn't judge that don't know what they're doing. But there is a third aspect. Mm. There is people who who are. In Wiccan, there is people who are uh demonic oh, yeah. and and worship Satan. And I want to tell you, uh, if you look into any of that, this night is a pretty hot night for them. Oh yeah. And even even back when when this this was first discovered, uh I can't even say the name of the Celtic uh festival, but it sounds like sowing, like sowing wheat or something like that. But it, it was an idea that this was the night that the dead walked on earth yeah. and it was a night that they would talk to their ancestors who died. And so we don't do that. No, nope. we don't. We don't talk to anyone that's died because they're in the presence of God. And, and uh, we don't uh, uh, entertaining. Uh, see, I don't believe at all in ghost. I really don't. I think it's demons taking yeah. the form of, of either people we recognize or people we don't, and and you just don't play with demonology. No. You rebuke it in the name it by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it. That's
1: it. All right, the New Testament teaching about the occult is clear. Acts 8, 9 through 24, the story of Simon shows that occultism and Christianity do not mix. The account of Elmas. I don't know if I'm saying that right. right. The sorcerer in Acts 13 reveals the sorcery is violently opposed to Christianity. Paul calls LMS a child of the devil. Well, that's pretty clear. An enemy of righteousness and a perverter of the ways of God. In Acts 16 at Philippi, a fortune teller girl lost demon powers when the evil spirit was cast out by Paul. The interesting matter here is that Paul refused to even even allow her good statements to come from a a demon-influenced person. Acts 19 shows new converts who have abruptly broken with their former occultism by confessing Showing their evil deeds and bringing their magic paraphernalia and burning it
0: before everyone. You can see that in Acts nineteen nineteen. Yeah, so this isn't basically what we're saying is this isn't us just making this up. I mean, this is in in context the Word of God. So we don't dabble with the evil spiritual world. Um, we rebuke it as as Barry just said. I mean, we we come out strong against that. It's where there's a there's a god of this world. And his name is Satan, and there's a demons that follow him, and there's evil, and they do not do not desire to spread good news. <laughs> they desire <laughs> they desire to scare you, and they desire to to hurt you, and rob you, and freak you out, and um, cause havoc in any which way. And so, you know, Halloween has a lot of that, and um, there's a lot of this scary stuff. Ooh, I'm gonna scary. I'm gonna go to the haunted you know, festival at, at, uh, universal or whatever, right. Or oh, we're going to be scared. Why even go to those things? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, why, why even put yourself in that position to go to the universal Sc- scream nights or the magic kingdoms or whatever they have? I don't know what they have. I, I don't never go to them. So, um, but just, yeah, you don't do that kind of the thought process. Okay.
1: Yeah, well, also, I mean, around this time of year, it's not just Halloween. I mean, it's uh, you know, kind of all the time leading yeah. up to where well, you're talking about the haunted mansion, the yeah. uh, mansions, me, mansions, the haunted haunted houses. Okay. Man, I can't talk today, Pete. Yeah, I'm the same. But haunted wait, the haunted horses. The haunted horses. The horse. But you're right. We have all these theme parks here in Orlando, and it seems like they all do some type of yeah. you know scary thing, except for Disney does the not so scary not so Mickey scary. or something yeah. like that. I don't even know what that's about. Mickey but, can't be scary. So along the same lines, should Christians watch horror films? No. Movies are a powerful medium, and they have a profound impact on culture and the sad truth is that many movies these days including including those outside the scary horror genre are either completely antithetical to christian values or at the very least are at odds with god's divine standard and holiness as for most horror movies their entertainment value often lies in their ability in their ability to titillate our youthful desire to be scared witless i
0: like that word titillate
1: yeah yeah uh, the, gruesome, the gruesome means by which movie makers attempt to shock mm. our conscience usually involves an abundance of carnage and bloodshed. The problem is that it takes more and more to shock us each and every time, which means the level of depravity is continually on the rise to accommodate our increasing ooh, desensitation to hardcore gore and evil. Isn't that true with all sin though, yep. Pete, it always takes, it takes more yep. right. The next time yep. all things considered true Christians would likely find it difficult to enjoy the majority of today's horror movies.
2: Fair. Yeah. You have God inside of you and there's certain practices that will grieve the Holy spirit inside of you. And I'm just encouraging Christian, uh, am what I asked the question, am what I'm doing of building up the character of Christ in my life or not. And does this grieve the Holy spirit in me looking at these type of things? Their whole desire is to, uh, rattle people's curiosity to the demonic realm and get them to play with it. And, and, uh, I would just really be cautious. I would really not do it. And, uh, it is not something to play with. It is a serious danger, uh, involved with messing with stuff like that.
0: I asked somebody one time, says, so does watching horror movies help you draw you closer to God? And and they said, well, yeah, because I realized I don't want to have that ever in my life. And so I have, I said, but why are you watching it? It's just, it's kind of like an oxymoron, right? Why are you watching it? Oof. Why are you filling your mind with evil? Fill your mind with the things of God, with what is good, what is holy, what is pure, above reproach. Does so, it uh, glorify God? Does not I mean, it was, are you, would it, is it a possibility that watching a horror movie can quench God's spirit in your life? I mean, the answer should be yes, but many people will try to justify it and, and try to other things. And if you have to justify anything, you're probably in the wrong. <laughs> There's... I- Barry, I've
1: heard you say this a few times that, uh, you know, we're talking about all these evil things, but if you give, if you give the enemy a foothold, he can create strongholds in your life. Right. And and so that's kind of that, that's the part that kind of keeps coming back to me. You're just, you're, why open that door? It's just, it's just not worth it.
2: Well, what I've seen, you know, being a youth pastor for almost 15 years, um, what parents do in moderation, their kids do in exaggeration. If we as parents, we are dabbling in stuff like that and and, and just saying, oh, it's just a movie. It's just entertainment. But then our kids take it to another level. And, you know, especially with sexuality, I, it goes to a whole nother level there.
1: Let's go to
0: six. Yeah.
1: Six, you got six. It. So if Christians are gathering to take part in Halloween, their attitude, their dress, and most importantly, their behavior should still reflect a redeemed life. See Philippians 127. There are many churches that hold harvest festivals and incorporate costumes, but in a godly environment. There are many Christians who hand out tracts that share the gospel along with Halloween candy, gummy bears. The decision (laughs) is ultimately ours to make. But with all things, we are to incorporate the principles of Romans 14. We can't allow our own convictions about a holiday to cause division in the body of Christ, nor can we use our freedom to cause others to stumble in their faith. We are to do all things as to the Lord.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that was really well said. I mean, and it, you know, it's it, again, it's every person has their own conviction. And if you're walking with the Lord, and your conviction is I'm not going to participate in this one way or another, that is completely okay. And um, utilize this time to bring God glory. Utilize this time to worship Him, or or whatever that is. Um, if your conviction is. Um, I want to participate, but I'm going to teach my kids what's right and proper and call it out and all the above, then so be it. And that's awesome, you know, and and just be a light to this world, you know, and it's it technically is a dark day. I mean, it's we're walking around. There's evil all around the place. I mean, there's people dressed up as scary things. And, um, you know, you want to teach your kids that that's not okay. You know, that we don't, we don't condone that. We don't participate in that mentality. Um, And then that's, I mean, it's an opportunity for your kids. So anyway, so any thoughts on that? And then you can close us too.
2: Yeah. Here's where I'm at guys. Uh, The Bible says you're either for me or you're against me. And I want every one of my actions to say, I am a Christ follower and I am in love with Jesus. And so I just encourage you and I ask you today, does your life radiate Christ? And is the motivation behind what everything that you do, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it as unto the Lord, do it for the glory of God. And is your life giving evidence that you are a child of God? And I I just encourage you to to do a, a test. Is there enough evidence in my life that demonstrates that I am a follower of Jesus Christ? If you're listening to this and you don't know for sure you're a Christian, that's not something to play with either. That is the most dangerous place to be in life. It's not hanging over the edge of a cliff. It's not flying in a a plane. It's not driving a, a fast car. The most dangerous place to be in life is to be on the fence about whether or not you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. People who do not choose Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior will be separated from God for all of eternity, and that place is called hell. And I do not want you to go there. We do not want you to be separated from God. And And you were created to have a relationship with God. So in closing, I just want to say you can do three things to know that you have eternal life. Number one, you got to admit that you fall short of God's standard. You are a sinner. I am a sinner. We're all sinners. we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the Bible also says, but the wages or the result or the penalty of sin is death. And that word death means the second death. It means separation from God. And you were created for that relationship. So I got to admit that I'm a sinner and ask for forgiveness and repent. And secondly, I need to believe in God's provision. God's provision was sending his only son to die in your place, to pay the penalty of death, pay the penalty of being separated from God, pay the penalty of shedding his precious blood for you. And he did that on the cross 2000 years ago. and, And he was buried, but he didn't stay in the tomb. He rose out of that tomb, defeating death, defeating the grave, defeating that sin, defeating Satan. He is victorious for you. He won the victory for you. And you must claim that and you must put your trust in that, not in the trust in in your performance or how good or bad you can be. You put your performance, your trust in the performance of Jesus Christ. And, And he said these words, I'm the way, the truth and life. And no man comes to the father except through me. You trust him in that you believe and you choose him as your way to the father. There's one other point, and that point is confession. In Romans chapter 10, verse nine and 10, it says that if you confess Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Confessing Jesus as your Lord is not something that you do with your mouth. You do it with your life. And confessing Jesus as Lord is that you realize that you must surrender your will and you must humble yourself and accept his authority in your life. I I liken it unto inviting him to sit on the throne of your life and be your boss, be your master and live for him for the rest of your life. If you're ready to do that, would you pray that with me today? Would you ask Christ to come into your life and take over? Would you ask him to forgive you? would you make your statement that you're going to put your trust in him because you believe in who he is? Would you pray with me? Dear God, I just thank you for creating me, for giving me life and loving me and wanting a relationship with me. And and Lord, I come admitting that I don't measure up to your standard. I'm not perfect. I've made many mistakes. And and the word sin has I in the middle. I am selfish, self-absorbed. And I've been living for myself for all my life. And I'm sorry. And I ask you to forgive me. And Lord, I I turn to you because I believe in you, Jesus. I believe that you're the one that God the Father sent to die in my place, to pay the penalty of my sin. And I believe that you were buried. And I believe that you rose again on the third day, that you are alive and that you defeated the grave. And I believe that you are everything that you said that you are. The Son of God, God in the flesh, the living word, the resurrection and the life. And I believe there is no other way to heaven except through you. So I put my trust in you. And God, because you did, Jesus, because you did raise from the dead, and because you are alive, and because you are the King of kings, I invite you to sit on the throne of my life. I surrender all to you. And I ask you to help me live every day for you. I need your strength. I need your power. I want to be different. I want the character of Christ in me and through me. Lord, come into my life and be my Lord and my Savior now. I surrender in Jesus' name. And I want to congratulate you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for making that choice, the greatest choice anybody will ever make. Isn't that right, Pete?
0: Yeah, we would, that's, we would love to hear from you. If you give your life to the Lord, you can just go on to riotpodcast.co, C-O, and just click on that No God button that's there and, and just fill out your information. And we would love to get in contact with you, get, get connected with you, and uh, just get you started in your journey. And, and, you know, we can help with getting you a church or getting you some material and, and anything to help you get started in your walk with Lord, answer any questions and so on. Um, Bob, what else could they
1: do? Well, I think... They- check out our social media sites, Pete. They should go to our Facebook page and uh, you know what, go to our YouTube channel and uh, subscribe, yeah. hit that little bell, that little black bell on the right there. And when you hit that, every time we have a new podcast come out, you will get an alert. Yeah. And then a couple other things that would help with the the algorithms with YouTube and Google to get this in front of more people like is it. if you would just hit like and, yeah. and if you would share it with somebody. I don't know how all that works, but uh, yeah. I know it does and it would help us just get uh the podcast in front of more people um man always guys i love hanging out with you guys thanks uh i still don't know if i'm gonna let my girl go trick-or-treating or not so yeah i gotta think about that So pray on that so yeah. uh what an amazing show guys thanks for uh kind of t- talking about some i think for a lot of christians might be a tough topic you know they're like i don't know i don't know yeah. so i think hopefully we shed some light on uh, and, uh you, a way to to maybe do halloween but uh, always keep god this the center make sure Amen. it glorifies him Amen. so uh, if it opens up conversations with our kids about good and evil that's that's yeah. not that's a good thing too so yeah. um there's god can use all things for good I, I read that somewhere yeah yeah good amazing show guys
2: thank you all right be blessed thank you for tuning in god bless you.
0: this has been the riot podcast if you liked what you heard today please feel free to leave a comment and share it with your friends
2: See you back here next week for another episode of the Riot Podcast.